evening, everyone. My name is Adnan Shafi, and welcome to the first episode of Prior Nation. Today, our episode is called Broken and Don't Need Fixing. You'll find out why this is actually the case later on in the podcast. But <clears throat> before I get into any of the meaty stuff, I just want to kind of give you guys an intro of what this podcast is seeking to achieve. So generally, I just think that the youth are one of the most untapped resources when it comes to the world in general, just society. And oftentimes we don't really spend enough time talking about these difficult topics that affect us and hence we're not able to give back <clears throat> to community because of all these different distractions and I'll get more into that uh, later on. So uh, the structure of this season I guess is uh, we're kind of just experimenting between getting guests like such as entrepreneurs, maybe some football players, people who are just excelling in their fields, young people who are doing great things and essentially making a change and they're going to come in and talk to us more about what they think that the youth should be able to do in today's world and we'll also be discussing several different topics such as the state of the youth in regards to drugs alcohol and um, addictions just in general we're going to cover all the kinds of taboo topics like pornography that no one wants to talk about but it's a huge impact on young boys and especially young women as well indirectly so if you are definitely interested in that, then please be sure to stay tuned and we'll be heading through some of these episodes in the next coming weeks. As for show timings, every single Sunday, we're going to be doing an episode at 4 o'clock UK time. That's 4 o'clock UK time for those who didn't hear. And we're going to be just discussing the topics that I sent out on the groups. Um, so if you're on any of the WhatsApp groups or the Facebook groups, just be sure to look out for any of the notifications that I send out. So... First of all, I'm just going to like start off with the main like meat of this episode. And we're going to be talking about just generally like the state of the youth today. <clears throat> so I talked about responsibility a bit earlier on in the podcast. And I think that in terms of the youth, we, we occupy a lot in terms of the population size, especially in cont- uh, continents like Africa, for example. Like in 2010, uh, the U.S. Census Bureau actually saw that 63% of Africa's population was under the age of 25. Sounds very crazy, but that was actually the statistic. And that actually got me thinking, right? So if 63% of the population is currently not either working or somehow giving back to society, whether it be due to, let's say, they can't have access to education, maybe because of the educational system that that is kind of trapping people in school alone and kind of telling us that we have to wait to get a job before we can impact society, or just due to other extraneous circumstances, like they aren't able to put back into community. So what does that mean for continents such as in the case of Africa? That means that you have 63% of your population that is not putting in whatever needs to be put into the society, and the society starts to lag behind. So let's cut into that a bit more deeply and kind of go into each of these different sections that I mentioned. So... Uh, in Africa, for example, there are different countries where, for example, this population, it's not like they, they aren't able to give back to society, but let's say they're in school, right? Um, I'm going to pose a thesis for it that's kind of controversial to some people, but I honestly think that school has programmed us to believe that the only time that we can make impact in our communities is when we're out of school, and by out of school I mean that we've graduated university. The reason why I say this is that 
you look at people in school and you see that they're putting a lot of effort into the academic work because that's where the grades are actually given. The only system that I've actually seen that kind of grades you for what you're doing outside of school is the IB system. And in my previous school, the African Leadership Academy, we have something called entrepreneurial leadership where you're kind of training to be able to start a business or a social entrepreneurial venture outside of school to be able to impact your communities. So that's one huge problem as the youth we're facing today. And another one is for the people who can actually get that access to, let it be education, whether it's just someone that has a business idea, but they honestly just don't have the funds to be able to start that, then we're going to be lagging behind because that person also might be able to give more to community than a lot of other people. So it brings us around and just like makes us ask the question of like, what do we do if we're in these sorts of situations that are kind of like sort of lagging us behind and the first thing that I'll kind of come across to is um, as someone in society you just need to look at yourself and ask as someone have I given back to my society what has my society put into me whether it's uh, education whether it's simply entertainment and by giving back to your community I don't want us to get caught up in the idea of okay I have to do charity only charity isn't the only way that you can give back to your community Entrepreneurship is a great way to give back to your community, despite the fact you might be gaining something, right? So if you're able to have, let's say, a business that you're earning money from just by marketing, you're making life easier for someone else. And in turn, you're also adding economic value to your community. So I just, that's the first point I want to bang out. So don't, don't get me wrong. Like if you're an entrepreneur or if you have your own business, you can still be helping your community. And also through social entrepreneurship, you could still be an entrepreneur, but you're starting a non-profit venture. In that case, it's kind of obvious that you are helping your community in some way. And that means you're kind of balancing out the equation of what society gets in and what you're putting into society. So that's a very important uh, sort of facet that I want us to just examine. And now I'm thinking I'm going to move on to a bit more into the educational side um, of things and I'm just going to start off with conventional education first off I know that education in general is different in many parts of the world but I just want to speak mainly to the British system that I've experienced I've seen how the American system works and I've also seen how a lot of different African educational systems have worked as I've actually met quite a few people from all around the continent so they definitely understand that so what is the educational system as it stands in the convention sense, like do for us. Um, so, I mean, just let's go through the basics of what school is actually like. At eight o'clock or nine o'clock, or for some people, six o'clock, you go to school. And it's simple, you get, whether it's flag raising for some people, whether it's the national anthem, whether it's assembly, you kind of go into a space whereby you've already submitted most of your thinking power to the teachers, to school, right? It's like this is the content you guys we need you to memorize this and we need you to put this out into an exam paper or we need you to write this out into an essay for different people so eight o'clock that starts you start learning different things and by that time that you're out of school you're just like okay you know what that's all I, that's all the thinking that i need to do for today and i'm just gonna go home and relax and chill that's sort of what it makes us feel like it's like you go to school and for most of us, our parents are just fine if we're doing well in school. It's never been like a huge issue. Like, okay, you know, um, let's say I can't play football. That won't be a huge issue to my parents compared to, for example, if I'm getting C's and D's in school, right? So 
when it comes to school i feel like a lot of it is kind of just training you to go into the professional working world where you're going to be working a nine to five job right am i saying this is a bad thing no am i saying it's a good thing not necessarily it could be a good thing if you're honestly someone who who like really who's into academics who wants to get um let's say a nine to five job and let's say you want to become a lawyer or you want to become a doctor someone who's actually based on those sort of times and you're based on that sort of schedule of reporting to work regularly um then that's the educational system works for you that's cool right but at the same time we place so much emphasis on these things on these like areas of education that we often forget that life is a lot more than that so instead of just learning about history for us especially this really like pissed me off when i was in high school especially in my younger years i was in a british system school it's like you're learning about people who kind of just colonized your country for all the people like if your country's been colonized you you're not learning history that's relevant to you because the system has kind of just affected you that way so like you're going to school some of that stuff isn't even relevant to you and speaking more broadly if you go to school sometimes you won't even learn the main skills that will actually help you in life right so you're heading to school you're not going to learn about how to pay your taxes to date i still don't know how to file my tax returns and i'm currently 18 years old and people might be like oh, yeah you should go out and like you know search for that information by yourself i think it's 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 not too late for me to learn that but it's kind of too late for me to try and educate myself when i feel like this is you know something that you should have been doing earlier in the earlier grades and in terms of people when you're just in high school you should be learning about how to file your taxes you should be learning about how to manage your work life balance and also something like mental health i've only managed to learn about mental health in literally my last high school right the african leadership academy there's a lot of people who actually believed in uh, mental health and uh, like in self improvement all these different things but i never heard a single word of that in my previous school right so education today has sort of just kind of left the youth outside of academics to kind of fend for themselves and in a way like this kind of just i think like we need to kind of meet halfway i mean there's no way to change a whole system that's been there for almost 200 300 years by just simply wishing it into existence like i think you have to just start down and like talk to yourself about it there's going to be another episode on this it's like you need to sit yourself down or perhaps spread your own message in your own little way and kind of figure things out for yourself so you need to ask yourself like obviously what what do i want to do with my life you don't have to answer that question um it doesn't really matter how you answer that question anyway but just know that if you if you're not necessarily going into a 9 to 5 job that you're not failing that's the number one thing i'm going to tell you today and like school makes it seem that way but i don't want you to take that with you so just sit down with yourself and ask yourself like what am i doing outside of school that i'm really passionate about and is this something that i want to pursue if if the answer is no then you can do it as a hobby that's simple if you're really passionate about being a doctor then go for it like i'm not hating on anyone that likes academic life but if the academic lifestyle is not for you unfortunately nowadays especially i know from a kenyan context like degrees still do matter although they don't kind of guarantee you a job i think it's important for you to do well in school of course when you need that degree it might end up helping you someday one way or another 
But if your passion is really not what you're going for in terms of your degree, then you need to start thinking about that before you head into university. Or even while you're at university, you can actually do both. So when you're working on your project, you could also uh, just kind of work on yourself within in the academic sphere. So that's going to wrap it up for education. And I just want to talk more about how in general I feel like the youth are sort of misdirected. So this uh, this is actually a very deep topic for me and it gets really i think it's producing a lot of bad mental health outcomes and generally a lot of people aren't living happy lives because of how misdirected their lives are so the first one has to do with social pressures so wow this is literally everywhere like if you go on snapchat you'll find that we have several filters right where you can actually change your face Right. And like, it's not the funny filters. I'm not referring to those ones. I'm referring to like the filters where it's like glow filter and you can actually sort of color in your face. So it looks like it's bronzed out and it's like perfect in quotes. So, I mean, like call it what you will. I think in a way it sort of makes people more self-conscious about who they are and what they want to do or like how they want to like accept their body. It's, it's kind of giving us this narrative, whether it's even through advertising and also other movies as well. Um, it's like you want to kind of be like this person even if you look at certain um, certain movies or games or different things it's like you see that there's a classic sort of model archetype especially for young guys it'll probably be the guy who has a six pack whatever I'm not saying don't be healthy and like you know get overweight keep eating McDonald's and all that stuff be healthy but on the way to being healthy you need to accept your body and accept you for who you are and I feel like as youth, like we need to definitely kind of nip that in the bud. Because if not, I mean, we're going to end up getting more things like depression, more things like suicide and more self-conscious people, which is not necessarily what we want. Because if if people are going on Snapchat and every single time that they have a pimple, they're trying to hide it because of all of these like bronzing materials and everything. It's like, what do you expect? Like, what are people actually going to be? What, what are people going to be setting as a standard for what's actually beautiful so you need to look at that very deeply and uh, just ask yourself like is this something that's worth pursuing in terms of um, do I want to like sort of um, how do I say this conform to the status quo in that sense and then the second one um, I don't know if people are going to head out on me on this one but I, I think that it's a huge problem uh, in terms of youth especially that are going into university or just in the last few years of high school i think there's a there's a really excessive drinking culture when it comes to to the youth and like i'm not saying that it's something that is ideal i'm not saying it's also um that there's a problem with the people who are doing it but i just honestly think that we need to examine it more and stop treating it like it's something normal and we should just be fine with that um i know a lot of people who have just literally come back to my flat for example or I've heard stories of people going to other flats and totally just like, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, I got alcohol poisoning. And it's like, oh, that's, you know, normal. Right. Um, I'm just trying to figure out why we do this. It's like alcohol is something that sort of just kind of relaxes you. And for some people, when you're drinking to get drunk constantly, I'd urge you to sort of examine what is going wrong in your life, because in that sense you're kind of using the alcohol to suppress pain and later on this season we're going to be talking about addictions right so 
when you're sort of suppressing that pain with something else whether it be recreational drugs that you're using to kind of like forget this problem in quotes then i honestly think that you're going to be on the road to addiction and i'm going to touch on another topic as well and people don't usually talk about this but it's a huge issue especially with young boys it's that um when i don't know how to explain the dynamic behind this but um uh, there's a statistic that goes like i mean it's crazy to say but in the states over 90% of boys under the age of 18 have watched pornography at least once or twice in the last month right and there's a large percentage of those boys who are bound to get addicted because they're using it to let's say and they might not even know why they why they're using porn the way they're using it but it sort of creates this sort of feeling of like acceptance it's like um you're using porn and you're wanking just so you can feel accepted whether it's through these videos or just to get this false sense of gratification through a screen because um let's say you've been rejected far too many times and people can laugh about it and all but like a porn addiction is actually a real thing and um like in many countries it's sort of just ridicule it's like oh yeah this guy is just a pervert and whatever but you need to cut down deep like it's humiliating for many people to go through that and not be able to seek help and like if there are any boys out there that are struggling with this i honestly suggest that you find some of your mates and talk about it right just find some friends and talk about those problems and um just be able to like cut deep into them and find a different way to kind of su- substitute that instant gratification with something else and like as we move on to the last section of our podcast um quick note uh thank you to everyone who's listening if you guys have any questions or if you want to comment on something yeah don't be afraid to comment um there's a little comment box down there just share your opinions i'm all ears for you guys and um i'll just be able to try and answer them whether it's during the podcast or after and um let's just kind of make it more like a conversation i don't want to just be talking at you guys i want to be talking with you guys so please be sure to do that so without further ado the last section of this podcast is um i honestly like the last the last part it hits deep with me um it's the the fact that i think that as as the youth was so misunderstood right um usually by adults and um this happens a lot of the time when it comes to um either family situations or school situations but i genuinely think that a large group of the adults uh, that are in society today think that the youth's opinions are less worthy or less intelligent and like people might be like oh yeah but i don't you know what about all these people who are holding all these events and you know saying that the youth are the future it's like yeah a lot of people are willing to say that but they get uncomfortable when someone young and powerful brings forward forward an idea that kind of threatens their ego right so maybe they brought up an idea that's better than theirs or something and um most people are really like vibing with this idea and they kind of just look down on it because they they feel threatened so i want you guys to just like think about that and be aware of that when you're walking into a lot of adult dominated spaces it kind of creates it kind of creates this sort of vision that you know you're not you don't belong here because you're too young to like make change or anything like but i'm always like screw that uh because i know for a fact that uh when i walk into adult spaces that 
there's there's so many different um ways that you can actually contribute to those spaces and you don't necessarily even have to be let's say above the age of 18 to contribute um to your society or whatever you know all these different adults dominated spaces so don't be afraid to do that and the the second one is also just like what kind of scene is incapable of affecting change in our communities um so to an extent sometimes i don't think we're incapable right i just think i think we're capable but sometimes we kind of slack and we're not able to uh, give back to our communities or you know give us that change uh, because we're slacking but i'll talk about that later but i i get this perception that you know even when someone asks you the question it's like what do you want to do when you grow up i actually really hate that question because it gives you the idea that you have to grow up before you can do something that makes a difference no <laughs> i i'm one person who says that if you're someone who's under the age of 18 or over the age of 18 and like you're between let's say 16 and 35 um the youth out there like you need to start making a small change in your communities regardless of how small it is just make a small change or just propose something help out because that is going to be the thing that shifts the stereotype and i honestly think that as youth we have so much time we have the privilege of time like so many people once they're older it's like oh damn i never got to follow my passions when i was younger because i didn't have the time for it you know i was just too busy doing this and that it's like the worst thing that and for those who watch gary, gary v he talks about um that feeling of regret it's worse than you just not trying something and let's say failing once that pain is like short term but if you're regretting things at the age of 40 or 50 because you don't want to do something i mean you didn't want to do something or you didn't want to spend your summer doing something productive when you're younger then that's just going to haunt you for the rest of your life. So my message to everyone that's listening right now is that wherever you have a free pocket of time, right? I know that we do want to have fun and I encourage you to have fun. If you guys want to get lit on the weekend, do that. If you guys want to go out for a summer vacation with your friends, whether it's to a coastal area or you just want to go to London for those who are in Cardiff heading to London, just think about like do that, but also don't forget like that some of us have two month holidays. Two months is such a long time. Uh, it's a crazy amount of time. I'm just going to say maybe 60 days, right? A holiday is probably going to take maybe 10, 10, 15 days of that at most if you're really going all out. But what are you going to do with the rest of that time, right? Netflix is cool, but like it shouldn't be the driving factor of your holidays. Like some holidays are the times where you get exposure. But the times where you get to learn a skill where you haven't had the time to do that in school times, especially to university students. It's not the time just to go out. I mean like if you can get a job then sure, go ahead and do that. It's also the time to experiment. If you if you're really passionate about starting a business or starting a project, go ahead and do that because those two months are going to pass so quickly and by the time they stack up, especially for university students, it's kind of crazy going through my mind and thinking that then i have three around three or four summers left before i only have 20 days a year or 23 days a year that are to myself it's crazy right and people might say oh yeah you have weekends free but depending on the kind of um profession that you're going into for some people literally it's just sunday that's free and you'll probably be too tired to do anything that's actually useful to your community because you've been working the whole week so just think about it How, however old you guys are just think about how much time you have left to be able to actually affect your communities and let's actually flip over this stereotype that we can't change things because 
were younger than everyone else. Then the third and last part um, kind of has to do with why, I mean, the drug culture and also just, I think, why we seek this uh, instant gratification, right? So a lot of people are just there like, yeah, guys, the youth are just out there drinking, you know, they're doing all these stupid things and they're indulging in drugs. Do you see this moral corruption? Like, you know, if guys, if you have African parents, you know what I'm saying, you know. It's, um, I think that it's, it's, it's definitely, it's valid, right? I'd be worried if, if I had kids and um, I was hearing all these funny stories about guys going ahead and doing drugs, you know, in the States is that opioids crisis. Uh, in South Africa, there's Nyaope or whatever the drug is called. It's like, you're kind of worried about your kids, but that's kind of blinding you from the, from asking why. <laughs> I mean, like I urge parents to form a closer bond with their kids and start to figure out why perhaps the kids are getting involved in different things like for example underage drinking mm-hmm. whether it's a misdemeanor crime or just small time crime anything like that instead of just punishing kids and you know not wondering like you're going to leave them wondering why i'm being punished for some people it's just simple boredom right you don't know what to do it's summer and some it's, it's actually like it's an actual reason some people are just like you know what guys we're gonna literally just go off and set fireworks in the city center, which is what happened in uh, where I'm staying. Uh, and I mean, like some people are just bored. Some people it's it's extreme depression. It's an identity crisis. For some people, it's just like the childhood that they've had. And sometimes, you know, you, there might even be that one kid in class that you just look at. And sometimes, you know, you don't want to say it, but you're, I know what you're thinking. Like you're thinking that, oh, damn, this kid's a failure. But you haven't actually looked back at their past and ask yourself like why are they like this not just they're like this you know so um we're gonna go deeper into this in another episode but just generally like i think that the youth have been programmed by so many things such as social media for example social media is probably one of the biggest things that's affecting the youth today and uh, we're, we're essentially trying to strive for short-term happiness like this is my big theory about um, how the youth are functioning today. So we have social media, we have things like access to pornography, and we have things to, like access to recreational drugs. And they all have one thing in common, right? And that's the thing is that they make you happy fast, right? So for the people in social media, you, you probably love it when you see that your post has probably hit like 100 likes. People will say that uh, I mean, some researchers have actually seen that this releases dopamine. For those who don't know what dopamine is, it's the part of your, it's, it's a chemical that's released in your brain that kind of makes you, it tells your brain that, yeah, we need to get more of this because it makes us feel good, right? And they all, all of these things kind of release dopamine into our bodies, especially pornography. I mean, I was reading somewhere and I'm not sure if this is 100% true, but it's kind of one of the worst reward circuits to be programmed into because if let's say a young guy has been watching porn for up to three years right that's the it's the cleanest reward circuit because biologically like humans are meant to procreate and we're supposed to try and live longer just these like biological traits are kind of wired into us so if you're wanking and also using porn right you're getting the largest and cleanest reward circuit so it's going to be harder to actually quit porn compared to some other recreational drugs and i'll find some more research later on for you guys um so i can actually expand on that but there's also so i mentioned uh, social media there's porn and there's also recreational drugs 
some people are like oh yeah guys i just want to smoke it's cool like yeah i respect that and everything if you guys want to do that that's cool and especially in the debate of legalization of marijuana uh i'm one person who's a bit a bit hesitant to do that because um in some senses marijuana still does the thc chemical especially does release dopamine and it's not because of necessarily getting high that's the the bad thing it's the fact that you're using it as something to get happy for a short time you're relying on it to restore your happiness throughout your life that becomes so dangerous because you would develop a reliance on this short-term happiness and you don't actually work on the things like let's say a relationship with your family maybe it's a relationship with your girlfriend or boyfriend or maybe it's just simply working on something that you wanted to work on but you're not willing to put in that effort because your mind's already wired to to want that short-term happiness i'll give you an example it's like a lot of us when we go online we might see these like get rich quick like schemes and everything when it comes to like academic work as well like people just want to get good things and they want to get them now but one huge thing that i've managed to learn over this summer and that's thanks to a lot of people like for example j cole this gary v these are just people that have influenced the way i've been thinking this past summer is that good things take incredibly long to build like you need the foundation like i've noticed that when i look back home and i see some of the most successful companies whether that's the biggest restaurant chains all these things took at least 10 15 20 years to build and we as the youth are sort of conflicted with that because we're met with instant happiness and it lives in our pocket so you like someone's video or whatever and then they just start reacting to it and they get happy off of that right so your brain is already wired to receiving that short-term happiness and towards the end it just it kind of confuses your brain into losing motivation and um yeah that'll actually wrap it up for our last part of the the podcast um i'm just gonna go into conclusions now i hope you guys have been enjoying so far but um yeah if you guys want to be a guest uh because we're looking for a few guests to actually come onto the show that'll be next week sunday and the week after that um we're gonna get more people to actually come and talk on these topics right now is just more or less of an introductory episode where we get to talk about all the different things that are affecting us so without further ado i just want to thank everyone for tuning in and um please be sure to tune in the same time next week and um the week after that i'll be letting you guys know what we're going to be posting in the next few weeks and without further ado i'll see you guys later in the way in the way in the way in the way